2: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365 day returns.
0: Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield and this is the Ministry of Arts podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by bagging these bongos. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 95 of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Firstly, I'd just like to remind you that we've got a Patreon page so that you can help support the podcast. It's all self-funded and as little as £3, which is, well, pretty much a cup of coffee per month, you can help keep this podcast going. There's different tiers at different values. Anything at all would be a great help. You could go to our Patreon page which is on our social media bio, or you can go straight to P-A-T-R-E-O-N forward slash Ministry of Arts. Any help at all will be most appreciated. But anyway, last week's episode, Cursor Arts, we mentioned that their outside exhibition on the Royal Festival Hall's terrace on the South Bank, which is called No Lockdown in the Imagination, is still running until the 13th of December. It's amazing what those guys have done, and it just goes to show what you can do within the restraints of lockdown. Also, Giles Walker, along with the help of the Ben Oakley Gallery, have just opened their long-awaited show, Monster. And it is at 106 Commercial Street, just opposite Spitalfields Market. And that is also on until the 13th of December. And last but not least, with just two weeks until Christmas, I've got to tell you about my dark star sculptures. Not everybody follows the brightest star. Therefore, these stars are made of barbed wire, just big enough to put on top of your tree if you so wish. And they're £99 plus £10 UK postage. You can find all the details over on our social media pages, although I should say they're an addition of 30 and the red stars have sold out. But finally, back to episode number 95. This week I'm taking you to meet artist, curator and founder of Art Below, Mr Ben Moore. Ben is an amazing character and someone that I've been told several times that I should have on the show. As well as Art Below, Ben also founded and curated Art Wars, an exhibition of designs based on the Imperial Stormtrooper helmets of Star Wars. We recorded this episode in the garden of the Chelsea Arts Club, And the chattering of the fellow members in the background of this recording. Which really is quite comforting in these times of social distancing. Well, unless you're Rita or and you you can pay to have your friends around whenever you like. Social distancing doesn't apply. So please, come and join me in the Chelsea Arts Club with Mr Ben Moore. There you go. Right, now we're going. So there's seven questions that I ask each artist... The first being, how would you explain what you do to someone that didn't know your work?
2: Um,
0: <clears throat> uh, what would
2: I um, well, I'm I'm an artist, but I'm also a curator. So there's there's two sort of strands of activity that I, I occupy my life with. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm most known for running Art Below, which basically champions. Emerging artists work on the London Underground. Uh, emerging, as well as established artists, on the London Underground. It started on the Tube, uh, basically billboard space, which where we normally see adverts. Uh, used it as a force, as a as a medium, to not advertise but to show artist work well it's a form of advertising but much more interesting I think,
0: how did the idea of you know? that come about
2: um, to be honest with you it came about um, through my brother who I, my younger brother Simon um, who's a, a legend uh, absolutely adore him and he I was living with him at the time in Richmond in my older brother's flat we were living in Tom's flat And um, Simon was working for Spatial Imaging, who you all know, Rob Rob Monday. Oh, yeah. um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, was dabbling in in advertising space and came up with the concept of showing his friend's uh, work on the underground. Um, And he, at the time, um, was friends with a lot of artists, people like uh, Adam Weymouth and Leah Woods, uh, and yeah a lot of people are very creative and I was like this is this is Simon this is incredible mate don't just stop here we've got to take this to make more of this yeah. you know um, and I was at the time working for Tank, T, uh, Tank magazine I was doing um, uh, I was curating Tank TV which is uh, the world's largest archive of video art so I was already immersed in the art world, and I just saw a huge potential in this. And I said, "Come on, Simon! Like, you know, don't just stop there. Let, let's let's make this into a proper thing." And, you know, and so from that, started up a company uh, and started to put art on the tube. But Simon himself, I I love it. I love this about him. He's uh, in life, he doesn't see his his place in the world about. You know, getting a job and being successful. He he's more into. um, uh, uh, He's got a different mission to most people. So, for example, he went off and started the the Q Eco Village. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which was an incredible uh, initiative. Uh, this patch of land by Kew Bridge about the side of a football field and he, he, he knew it was just like sitting there empty and just decided to go and occupy it and his followers yes. he was like Jesus and you know his <laughs> followers followed him and it was like Mad Max they built this huge yeah. uh, like you know village yeah. uh, and lived the entire year there you know throughout a really cold they winter
0: it kicked off of it, yeah yeah eventually actually, but they yeah. did
2: the entire year it was an incredible and there's what best thing you know came out of it as this film called Grasp the Nettle by Dean Plunkett, who was one of the guys, you know, living amongst it, and he was a documentary filmmaker, and he filmed the entire thing and made this incredible film called Grasp the Nettle, which uh, I recommend you see.
0: How hard was it to start getting the work on the walls on the underground? Um, I
2: think it's like everything, as you'll know from doing your podcast, it's like, at first... Um, you start off and someone comes through you know and from that is the beginning yeah. it, it's like a snowball it just starts yeah that's, to...
0: that's the hardest thing isn't it getting the first person yeah. to, as soon as you got your foot in the door that's it you can it starts edu- to you build wind, yeah. can't you?
2: and it's like that with, i find with everything in life you know it's it, you start off and it it's, it's it's the biggest, as you say, the, 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 the first time is always the hardest. And I, I was, you know, very um, anxious about doing it because I've, I've never, you know, run a company before. I've never dealt with, you know, thousands of pounds. Responsibility. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all I had was a, a laptop and five pounds worth of credit on my mobile phone. <laughs> uh, That's yeah. how I started it. Yeah, nice. You
0: know. And that was in, when was it? 2006? Uh,
2: 2006, yeah. Mm.
0: And when was your first interest in art?
2: Um, so, started to. I mean, I've all, I, I see creativity uh, that runs. Through, I see it running through everything, like music, making music, telling stories, photography, making films. I see you, you're using the same creative muscle. Yeah. And I've always had. That's always been a strength of mine. I've always been drawn to the creative. You know, at school is always, you know. Writing stories and poems, that I was drawn, that I was strong at, and um, and I, I guess I started to notice art really when I was at sixth form college. I started to see all these sort of like people with colourful hair and like cool clothing. I what, what are these guys <laughs> doing? Yeah, what's going on over here? This is this is interesting to me, and um, and so I was kind of attracted to it through that through that kind of thing, and. Um, and then, at, well, I, when I was doing film at university, it was in the College of Art. So all my mates were artists yeah. and graphic designers, photographers, filmmakers. What uni was that? I was in. Uh, I had the miss <laughs> Sorry, I had the misfortune of going to Stoke on Trent, uh, Staffordshire University. I know. It's it. Stoke, yeah. Yeah,
0: I went and visited uh, uh, some friends who were who were up there. Yeah,
2: and um, but you know, I made Didn't the best of it. it. No, I, lo- I mean, as I say, I always make the best of every situation that's thrown at you. Like, for example, you know, Covid, whatever comes along, you've got to just turn it around and make it work for you. Yeah. And Stoke, you know, it's funny because I, I came from Sheen, which was voted uh, London's happiest place yeah, to live. Yeah. And then going to Stoke, and on the same year that Sheen was voted London's <laughs> happiest, but Stoke was voted uh, the UK's worst town to nice, live. Yeah, yeah. so like, I felt hi- that
0: coming. Huh? I did feel that. Yeah, coming. yeah,
2: yeah. And um, um.
0: So they welcomed you with open arms. Indeed. a happy person. Yes,
2: indeed. Yeah, yeah. To balance it out a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it had the highest. Uh, the, the university had the highest dropout rate. The highest alcohol rate. And Keele University, which was on the on the hill, yeah. which was right next to, had the highest suicide rate. So yeah. um, we became mates with the Keele yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. So between the two universities, it's pretty fucking dark, yeah. you know, um, energies going on there. And, and Keele is all to do with the ley lines, you know, the en- oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, energy lines that run under the, under the earth. Um, Keele's got particularly jaggedy. Like energy that spits off there, which yeah. may have something to do with the suicide issue. But uh, there used to be these massive woods parties called the Keel Keelwood Rave, which has been going on for like you know last 50 years actually. Um, and uh, yeah, those they, they used to go on for like three days, these raves in the woods. Fucking incredible. Were they happy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not sure
2: if it was happiness, but it was definitely something going the on. The drugs there. that <laughs> made them
0: happy. Mm. So you started the um, Art Below 2006. What was the first showing? Um, Do you remember the artists that were in it? And yeah,
2: 2006. So um, it. The, art, the first artists uh, on, in the 2006 um, roster uh, were a few that I've seen on, on, your, on your podcast. Sarah Maple, um, Ellen Lindsey Lindsay Finn, Karen Geary. Um, and I remember meeting Rebecca Wilson, who runs Sarchi Art. And she said, isn't this weird? Like, we're both exhibiting all the same artists. It was a strange sort of coincidence that we, you know, but at the time, my place where I used to go and, 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 and source artists was uh, MySpace back oh, then. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, that's where I found Sarah Maple, and she just shone out. This fantastic, She's cool, isn't she? yeah. have been to a recent show. Super, super talented girl, and um, yeah, just really interesting life story and uh, fantastic energy and. and good ideas and funny you know it's really funny uh, amusing work that she does
0: so the first show um or it wasn't quite a show as such but um your first um experience of showing on the underground was obviously a success was the underground up for it up for a second one or did you ask for it did they? yeah
2: so one of the big turning points in the first year was um uh, This guy, Tony, who I was working a lot, who deals in in the ad space, you know, he's the the head poncho who I have to report to in order to get the ad space. He was like, Ben, I've got a little bit of a gem for you. I've got the entire Knightsbridge corridor uh, for three months, and uh, we're going to give it to Art Below. So I was like, wicked. And I curated the entire show there. Where, and we'd have private, uh, private views in the underground. So people... The, the Knightsbridge Corridor always closes at about 8pm. So we'd have all our guests coming through, you know. Uh, it was all exclusive to yeah. them to come and see art on these billboards. Um, yeah, uh, some good videos of that on YouTube, actually. Excellent. For that first... But that was a really big turning point for me. And, you know, first sort of... Uh, Mentions in the press and the Evening Standard, you know, wrote up about it, and it, I just thought, wow, like this yeah. is this is going places. That was a fantastic memory, and, and also like my first real like endeavor into like the London art scene, you know, like the first Freeze Week. I think that was about the same time that Freeze actually started around 2006. Yeah. So that September, October, November time. Was um, my first sort of like foray into like the London art scene and going to all the the, the festival, uh, the fairs and the parties and the events. Yeah, I, can,
0: I can imagine the the feeling that you had when you was you had your first show that we've pulled this off. Yeah. And then when it sort of come about again for the second one, it was uh, oh there, there could be something with a bit of longevity here, you know.
2: Yeah,
0: absolutely. And so are they annual now? Uh, so basically, um,
2: how God, how's it worked? Uh, it's been on a bit of a long journey, um, and if anything, it's 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 slowed down a bit recently because uh, of, of COVID. Um, but uh, it's be, it's become a lot more collaborative. So a lot of, of the the work I do is often in collaboration with other uh, art. Art groups like the other art fair,
0: yeah.
2: or um, I do a lot of work with charities, a lot of themed exhibitions. Um, so.
0: What a storm trip! One um, went down a storm, didn't it? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Went down a storm. Uh, uh, art was yeah, uh, so I'm I'm juggling a lot because uh, uh, as a, a curator, um, I'm I'm sort of curating art, art exhibitions. Uh, it's separate to Art Below, but I always bring Art Below into it. Okay, so, say yeah. so for example, um, you know, one small step was to celebrate the uh, 50th anniversary of the moon landings. So we gave artists uh, astronaut helmets. Yeah. But then all the astronaut helmets were then photographed and, and put on the tube and as uh, no, big huge posters. Yeah. You know? uh, and that was for a charity um, called Mag. It's a, a landmine charity oh, to, yeah, yeah. to nice. um, save people from landmines. Um, so one small step. So it only takes one small step to yeah, get up for yeah, landmine. Yeah. That, that's the, That was yeah. the. Uh, people say, what was the moon landing's got to do with? But that, that that's the segue there. Yeah. One small step. Um,
0: yeah. I know the Stormtroop one. my Mike mate Riker. He. Um, he he done one of those. He's, yeah. He likes a, a strong trooper, doesn't he? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So again. Nick, some of your water. Oh, it ain't mine. I just chopped it up out of the pond. <laughs> <coughs> if there was you and five other artists, past or present, what would your ideal group show be? Say that again. If there was five other artists, past and present, what would your ideal group show be? So artists who have lived? Yeah, anyone. Uh, So still alive,
2: gone? Okay. Ideal five, yeah?
0: Um, Fucking hell. It's funny how this gets a lot of people, because there's so many to choose from, you've got to narrow it down, eh? Yeah, you've just got to go for it right there and then,
2: right? Do do, do I have to answer it right now, or could we come back to it? Come back to it, if you want. Yeah, yeah, come back to
0: that. What would you like to do if you wasn't in the arts? Mm. Well, um,
2: when you say the arts, do you include film and music and all that yeah, stuff? Yeah, if you're an artist. Uh, I, I, I think, Excuse without s- trying to sound like a real, you know,
0: knob,
2: <laughs> I, I think it's, in this world it's really important to try and do something that... Like, helps or that has a positive that leaves a positive um, mark or resonance resonates, uh, saves. Um, I, I think when by the time I die, I just want to know that I've somehow helped to save one life, a hundred lives, a thousand lives. I, I, I'd love to get the opportunity to um to do something you know if, if I had a lot of money, I, I would basically put my attention into uh, helping the world in, in, in some kind of way. I spent a lot of time in, in Africa in West Africa, and yeah in just sort of using my, my skills and, and knowledge of the world to... Try and help out, sort out, you know, issues where there's unfairness in political regimes. And when um, do you
0: what are you saying about um, one small step? That's done that anyway, hasn't it? Just by you being a small cog in that in that machine. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, I, you might have heard about my missing brother. I have. I, yeah. I, I
0: didn't. I weren't going to go there, but as yeah. soon as. Um, yeah. I mean, you mentioned he, he was living in his flat. I wasn't aware that he's still missing. I, I know that he was up until a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he's still missing. Yeah, as, um, as far as me and his family are concerned, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure as, as far as he's concerned if he's still missing. <laughs> yeah. Is, did he? Get I don't know up if and, he's found himself yet. <laughs> did he get up and go? Uh, yeah, he left a, a message. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, so he, he was, um, you know, sick of, of the way that be, the mental health NHS was treating him, and was like, "Fuck this!" You know, it's like the the way that the ment you know, a lot of people like my in my brother's situation, I put Which on medication. So he was labelled mentally ill with uh, with schizophrenia, you. Um, and you know if me or you would go and spend you know a day or two in in, in, a, in a hospital being examined we we might get labelled mentally yeah, as yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we probably should avoid yeah, it yeah. <laughs> or oh, oh, that's
0: something we should go down <laughs> yeah.
2: no no uh, yeah so uh, you know all his rights are taken away and just put on medication and put in a council flat and expected to um, to just and yeah, so oh. what the medication does is it takes away the bit of the mind that thinks and is, you know, the bit of the mind that that worries, but also the bit of the Would mind that that's be creative. The irrational. The irrational? It, it basically leaves you with with nothing. So you're, all, all, you're quite happy just to watch TV, to sit in bed, to lie in bed all day. It just exist. Yeah. yeah. To eat. You know, it leaves you with the very basic. Strips you down, and and that's what was, you know, society. How society deals with with, with these with these people with people with mental illness, or, or how they were at the time—I don't know. It might have got better now. I'm not sure. Um, but back then, I, I wasn't happy about the way my brother was being treated, and um, I take my hat off to him for, for his way of dealing with it, which is to excavate himself yes. from society and go and live. Out his dreams and what he wants to do with his life and, and I support him in that um, and my reason for looking for him is not because I'm really worried And I mean I, I, I do care about his, his um, safety and his well-being but I'm more curious to know what his story yeah, is. Yeah. That's the real inspiration behind me looking for him. I
0: know there was a um, possible sighting a few years ago, wasn't
2: there? Uh, I mean, sightings all the time. Well, I was out in Italy a, month, the one. a couple of months ago. Uh, no, I go to Italy quite a lot oh, to, to, to look for him because Italy's where he went missing. But I know for a fact he's not in Italy because anyone homeless in Italy, you're constantly being... Uh, uh, stopped and searched by the... Uh, asked for your papers by the police. And Tom is really well-known in Italy. Everyone knows my brother in Italy because of the TV. They have a, uh, uh, a, a, a programme called Cue la Vista, and he's literally like... They love... For some reason, they just put him on all the time. Is and that before
0: he went missing?
2: No, no, this is when he went missing. but cause oh, it, cause, okay. Because, um, as I said, I was a filmmaker, so... Back this, When I was a filmmaker, when I was a student, this is before, every, you know, mobile phones, so I, I used to be filming everything anyway. Yeah. It, you know, but this is before everyone was filming everything, because now everyone's filming everything, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But this is before that trend was in, so I was obsessed with filming. I don't film anymore because I got it out of my system back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <bad enough. laughs> so um, anyway uh, yeah so uh, I used to film my brother all the time go, oh what the fuck's he doing now he thinks he's found God again quick film because he'd be doing it with such energy yeah. and emotion he's fantastic to film he didn't give him. he didn't even know I was yeah. filming you know I'd just be running around after him filming him going, what the fuck's he
0: doing now he's nuts this is great taking
2: like, you know, advantage of his situation yeah exactly so I had all this stock footage and um I started making a film about finding Tom, and I, it's, I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't. Uh, check out missingtom.com. dot It's uh, and and so yeah. I mean, one Sunday, I I sat down and I basically compiled all the thoughts, everything that I thought about Tom over the years of looking for him, and made this poem and cut together all this stock footage to uh, to make a five minute. With, with, with this poem it's, uh, t- it's 10 years ago that my brother left home from that day on he started to roam overseas to foreign lands to fulfil a lifetime of godly plans he left a note on the table sorry I'm just trying to remember the lines uh, uh, and parents worried because they think he's mentally unstable um, often dying of, uh, anyway is uh, uh, yeah it's a it's whole it's the whole poem and, uh, and I, I cut it all together. And, and that's uh, the 10 years after he went in 2013. i I'm I, given up uh, drugs and alcohol in, in November 2012. So by 2013, I was going great guns, really productive, you know, really uh, like on it, basically. And I was like, right, I really want to do something about finding Tom. And this uh, um, woman who you might know uh, runs the gallery different, Do you remember going off Tottenham Court Road, she gave me an opportunity to create an entire uh, floor the Saatchi Gallery. And at the time I had this idea of giving artists stormtrooper helmets. Um, I know at some point your question about the five artists is going to go boom. I'll be like I've got it I've got it <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for it. and so yeah everything coincided with so you know 10th anniversary since he's gone I was like right got this whole floor of the Saatchi Gallery got this idea of Stormtrooper helmets I sat down this Sunday wrote this poem got, made the film sent it to all the art, Damien Hirst Chapman Brothers and they they saw the film and 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 saw what I was asking them to help with, which is basically help me find my brother, yeah, nice. and and it connected, because it was real. It was, I'm not, I wasn't bullshitting about. I really do, I really do want to find him, you know. And 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 it was honest. You know, I, I'm not saying, oh, I'm looking for him because I'm worried. I think yeah. he's dead or something like that. No, I don't think he's dead. I think he's alive, and but I'm just really want to. I fucking do miss him. I miss him loads. He's my brother, and I'm quite angry that he doesn't. That he hasn't reached. You know that he. But I know I. I forgive him for it because I know how it works. I know the system under which, and and the mindset.
0: He just wanted a bit of freedom. Yeah, doesn't he? And the only
2: way I can see him again is if I find him. Yeah. And I will find him. I'm getting closer and closer. I'm I'm in touch with uh, um, Coldplay. Um, Steve Steve Martin, no, that guy's a comedian. he's not going to help me much. <laughs> Chris Martin, Chris that's Martin, it. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Martin, because Chris Martin w- went to the same school as Tom. Oh, so, uh, nice. So Tom went to one of uh, England's finest public schools, Sherbourne. Um, and all of Coldplay all went to Sherbourne. Oh, I didn't know which that. Which is a a big part of why their music's so fucking brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and Tom was... His musical talent, fantastic. Fantastic guitar player, horn player. And did and he
0: know them, or was that a different generation? Uh, of the he's,
2: a, he's a bit of a... Cold player, more my sort of age. And Tom's about seven or eight years older than me. But... Yeah. Um, uh, but um, yeah, so you know, it's funny because you have got all like your Oasis and 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 uh, um, you know your Blur, and you know they're all like fucking. I left school when I was thirty, guy. Fuck yeah! So I should do a northern for them, but <laughs> but then you've got you know Coldplay, who actually like the the, the musical talent that's been given to them through really good. Uh, you know musical education and nurture uh, in that way that's the first time I ever saw a rock band was going to see my brother at school and opening this door this massive hall and seeing this fucking rock band on the stage uh, uh, always stuck in my mind I was about 12 years old seeing this rock band jamming out in this hall I thought wow that looks fucking great But I'm basically in touch with Chris Martin to say, can you help me find Tom? Because once he gets on board, um, his global following... His global reach, yeah. yeah, He's a lot stronger. Yeah, and and so that's basically my... And I, I, I don't know if you saw the thing I did with Pete Doherty... Uh, no,
0: he, um, he wasn't. He wasn't he was on the crucifix in the Yeah, church. yeah, yeah
2: I, did. yeah. I did. Yeah, so that was to, to find Tom as well. You know, so my my way of finding Tom is basically to gravitate towards people. For
0: Pete's sake, wasn't it? Yes, that's indeed. It. Oh, do, 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 do you know uh, Nick Reynolds? Then? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's coming on here, but via yeah. Carrie Reichart, who's a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because yeah. um, that's
0: what I was going to say. I thought it was something to do with Nick. I thought it was Nick who, yeah. who'd done it. Mm. Sorry, go on.
2: Um, so, yeah, to, 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 to gravitate towards people with, with, with a following and to get them to, you know, put put out his face. Uh, you know, have you seen him? And, and it's the most effective way to find anyone. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, just going back to your question, what, what oh, would you like to do? You know, I see my my life on planet Earth is a great opportunity to you know help people who need help you know and to use my skills that I've fine-tuned over the years in, in the best possible way. Um, other than that you know I love making music. I love making films I love writing I'd love to write you know books, uh, stories, poems, music, films so so many film ideas it's unbelievable and I find as I get older I've got so many connections to all these these things that I want to do and they're all possible to do yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's like I start panicking that I need more years it's like fuck there's not enough time <laughs> to do it but I think we're actually going into a time soon where um, we will be the first humans to live to, to have access to live a lot longer than the standard, you know, 100 years yeah. that you're given off the shelf. I think soon there's coming a time when we're going to be living to like 300 years. They just well, rewire the rewire the brain like you would like on a hard drive on a Mac. You know, you just re, rewire it, it to a, a, a. You know, your body gets fucked, but the brain, if the brain's still working intact, just rewire it to to another. You know,
0: to pass it on to someone
2: else body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, have you heard about the, the brain freezing clinic in Arizona?
0: It's not got nothing to
2: do with Walt Disney, is it? A uh, Walt Disney's in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, also interestingly Michael Jackson's in there. Oh,
0: is he? I yeah. So
2: yeah. So Michael Jackson, if you research it, actually had his brain removed from his body, and he was like, right, he, he organised for his brain to be removed and frozen so his brain's actually frozen so it's almost like an organised death but the the point being is we're we're coming into a time soon where you know if your brain's intact if your brain's working then if if that's preserved then there's no reason why it can't live on Um, so
0: many brains that can keep preserving don't it The, the worthy ones possibly
2: I was telling this this concept to my son and he's he was panicking he's going what So, like, dad are you going to get your brain frozen he goes I don't know he's like well, wait, wait, when are you going to do this I was like no no, no no calm down it's not I'm not it's, it's quite a long way off yet I've only uh, got the concept at and, the moment and then we were laughing our tits off because he, he was like Imagining like so, will it be in like a box? And I was like, yeah. Imagine that, Leo. Like you get the box out and the, and 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 you'll be like, Dad, can you hear me? <laughs> and the box goes, Leo, what the
0: fuck have you done? <laughs> have you seen the film Man with Two Brains? And it goes uh, along that line. Really? Steve Martin I think that's Steve Martin. You get in touch with him. Steve <laughs> Martin, <laughs> yeah. there he is. We knew he'll yeah, he. go round full circle. Like, yeah. Um, I've done one with George Michael. Um, George Michael. I've done, well <laughs> Ma- yeah. done a podcast with Boy George. I have done a podcast with Boy George's. Been boy George's brother. Um, boy George's brother. Right, right, right. Uh, paranoid schizophrenia. Woke up in the in the prison in the police station. Killed his wife. Knew nothing of it. Oh fuck it! Up. I've got a question for you. There was you and five artists in prison. What would your ideal group show be?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will answer that I will God, answer got, we're near the end now oh we near the end yeah. oh shit um, have, I, have I got to nail that one now yeah well we're, we're
0: near the end five artists yeah. fuck they've inspirational influential I'll give you one of the back, so not too
2: Okay, so I, I do a, um, an exhibition called Stations of the Cross and it basically stems from... So I was born a Catholic uh, and I was very affected by the films of Mel Gibson. So, for example, I saw this film called Apocalypto. Mm? Uh, and it fucking... That was hard going, wasn't fucked it? fucked me up. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. It's graphic, wasn't it? If I was that dude... Uh, at the time, it was about 2007, I'd been working and f- running Art Below for a couple of years and physically wasn't particularly fit. And I watched this dude running through the forest from these guys that were going to just mash him Dis- up. Dismembering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. I thought to myself, if that was me now... I'd be fucked because physically not fit enough, and I thought I've got to, have got to get myself sorted, and I trained myself up, and and, and, and ended up doing the London Marathon, oh,
0: wow. and that
2: was from watching that film. The next film I watched by him was called The Passion of Christ. That's good as well, was not it? And it fucking blew, in the same way, blew my mind away, and I was about to turn <laughs> 33 as well, which is the yeah, age. Christ was when he got crucified and um, I didn't real I didn't really know much about the crucifixion uh, I, I, it really opens your eyes you know the, the, all the realities and the historic accuracy to actually what went down there you know and I became absolutely fascinated by the story uh, and, and and in doing so the universe was respo- start to respond to my uh, the trip that I was sort of sent on through watching this movie I mean people think that I'm become some sort of born-again <laughs> Christian but it was more just like you know I am you know it is the faith that I've been born into so I do have a, a, a strong link with, with that story and the universe started to you know respond to my my trip uh, and I found myself you know wanting to make work about this and in the end, I ended up curating um, an exhibition called Stations of the Cross in 2014, uh, with Paul Fryer, Matt Collishaw, um, uh, Sebastian Horsley. Oh uh, man, awful. how cool is he?
0: I, I never met him, he wrote to me when I was in jail. Oh,
2: I see, right. Uh, yeah, I think you are in his book. Possibly. Mm. So a whole bunch of really, really great artists. And um, I did one in 2014, uh, which was Anthony Mikalev was in it um, yeah. and a, a very powerful show I did one in 2015 with Pete Dog you know the one that Pete yeah. Doherty was it, and I did another one in 2018 three very and the 2018 one featured work by Francis Bacon um, and Each time, and a very uh, incredible church made by Christopher Wren in the in the city of London. Um, And each time I did these exhibitions, the um, it was so intense. Wasn't the
0: one where Riker got? Yeah, got his work taken down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I'm sort. I've sort of been. I've decided that I built a, a website called Stations of the Cross, and I've. Archive these these three very beautiful exhibitions that I'm really proud of. So I would say it's probably as a curator my best work. And um, I think going forward with your question about the five artists, I'd probably take it do a stations across, but like one that is totally immersive and create something a bit like what. Banks he did with, with Dismaland.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, this is like Disneyland, but it's called Krisne Land. Right? <laughs> so it's an immersive walkthrough of the crucifixion. And so my first artist would be Mel Gibson. Uh, I consider him an artist. Uh, uh, um he, he would be instrumental in in that in that uh you know, in the production of the whole thing, so it's like it's like walking into.
0: Sebastian Horsley used to get himself crucified. Yeah, 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 they? yeah. Fuck, you know? yeah, yeah. Of
2: course. Um, I would also probably get um, Kanye West involved. He's an artist um, because he, as well, is someone that I've identified with. Who's who's also got. I don't want to use the word hung up, but he's kind of. Involved in the conversation of, 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 of the crucifixion of Christ and Christ. Uh, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to sound like some kind of religious guy, which I know often puts people off. I'm not pati- particularly religious. I do believe in God and I do have a respect for the religion, but it's more to do with making of, 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 of the work that I'm mm. uh, captured by, uh, of, of, this, of what I'm talking about here. Than, than trying to drive people to, to, to church or something like that. <laughs> um, and then um, I would then call upon Francis Bacon, because he did say they could... Of course. Yeah. Also call upon... Um, probably go for Damien Hurst. because interestingly enough, Damien Hurst he did have an interest... At, and does have an interest in what I'm talking about. And, you know, and, and I, I think would be a, a powerful force within Cri- Crisneyland. Um <laughs> And my last artist should really have a, a, a woman, really. Um, I think... I might go for... Um, I might might get... Actually, actually yes, yes. I'll probably get Alison Jackson. She's a good friend of mine and one of the first um, well-known artists I ever started working with and also has a, a past conversation and experience of what I'm talking about she did this fantastic piece that's been shown in my work of a a female crucifixion which I actually ha- have in my studio Um she'll I shouldn't say that because she'll ask for it back now. Huh? <laughs> we had it for some time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> she's not getting it back.
2: <laughs> she'll have to come and get it herself.
0: <laughs> um, Below got coming up at the moment. Um, I know everything's a bit on the. Uh, I thought that was the last question. Eagles. <laughs>
2: um, oh, sorry. time dying for a cigarette, that's why I was shouting at so some fags from the bar.
0: So, Art below. what's he got coming up at the moment, even though everything's on a bit of a <laughs> Um So,
2: let me just have a ponder, because there's certain things I can talk about, certain things I can't. What's um, <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry. I was going to buy a packet of cigarettes. Yeah, um, but I don't. I've got one now. So, uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not
0: sure about recording. If it's allowed here, I get how to find out. Okay.
2: All right. What have we got coming up? At the moment, we're about to relaunch the Art Below website. Um, so, behind the scenes, you go to Art Below, but. Behind the scenes, there's a whole new site being built, and and by the time the year's over, that site will be up and running for the 2021. To now revive the underground with art and get the world turning again, you know, back to um, back to the times that this this era. I feel like we're at the end of an era now. the last 15 years um, sadly I think things won't ever really be the same again
0: no I agree
2: Um, but wow you know I always during this last 15 years there's not a day that goes by where I don't remind myself to just stop and appreciate the moment
1: Um, you know good sentiment good
0: sentiment well Ben, yeah. that's all my questions asked. Yeah, we're and, yeah. and that was just in time before we get told to turn it off yeah, anyway. Yeah, good timing. There we go, Mr. Ben Moore. How much fun was that? I absolutely loved meeting up with Ben. That's the first time I'd met him. Again, like I say with a lot of these artists, it's like I've known them for years. Ben mentioned there that he's got a few things coming up and some of them he can't speak about at the moment. One of them is an exhibition taking place at January that obviously I can't mention either, But during that exhibition, we'll be releasing a bonus episode or two to tell you more about it. But that'll be coming up in and around mid-January. And as I said, wasn't it nice to hear them voices chattering in the background? Almost made you feel like you're sitting at the table with us, right? But we're fast approaching 2021 and the 100th episode, which, as I've mentioned before, I'm going to keep a little tight-lipped about because it is something rather special. And I think it will be going out on our Patreon page, possibly a day or so before general release. And if you want to become a Patreon, you can join, as I said during the intro, over at www.patreon forward slash Ministry of Arts or just go to the Ministry of Arts bio on Instagram and you'll find all the information there. And you can become a Patreon for as little as £3 a month. But anyway, like I say every week, on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast, you should be able to leave a comment. If you could, that would really help us get noticed and anybody else looking for an art podcast. So, thanks for listening, and until next week, ciao. da It's me, Gary. Many years ago at the end of an album on a CD or vinyl you used to occasionally get a bonus track a few minutes after the last song had played. Well this is sort of one of those. As a little festive bonus those dark stars that I mentioned in the intro that are £100 plus postage. I'm going to give three of them away. At just twenty five pound plus ten pound UK postage to the first three people that, that private message me on the, the ministry of arts dot org Instagram page who say they heard this message. Good luck. Hope to hear from you soon.